Welcome back to Brunch. Let's turn to the first part of today's program, and that is a bit of uh, trash talk. This week on Trash Talk, the Royal Hong Kong Yacht Club's Lucy Sutro, along with Sheila Chan, chats with Marcy Trent Long about their efforts in protecting their quote-unquote playground and also hosting the highest level of green regattas. Hey, Trash Talkers. As some of you might know, I love sailing in the seas of Hong Kong. And sailors are big advocates for keeping the waters of Hong Kong clean and plastic-free. It turns out, though, that the Yacht Club based here holds some of the cleanest sporting events in the world. Sheila Chan and Lucy Sutro from the Royal Hong Kong Yacht Club are here to talk about how they put on sailing regattas and represent sporting events as they should be, clean and green. So, Lucy, who is also the Commodore at the Yacht Club, thank you so much for joining us. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm going to ask you first um, to tell us more about the program. Yes, this is a program that is run by an organization called Sailors for the Sea. And as you've already said in your introduction, it's about um, reminding those who organize regattas about sustainability efforts, keeping our playground green, etc. <laughs> which is so, the ocean. Yeah. Yes, which is the ocean. So for us, this goes back probably now about six or seven years. And around the same time that we were thinking of banning single-use plastic at the Yacht Club, which mostly meant not selling water bottles, but instead putting in water refilling station and persuading everywhere. people everywhere on all it. our sites. It's all over all the Yacht Clubs of the Royal Hong Kong Yacht Club. Um, um, and a member brought to us an idea about um, about clean seas and, and the regattas. Um, and so we started in 2015. We have learnt, we have evolved. Um, I'm proud to say that we now run several platinum level regattas, which is as clean as you can get under their current scoring system. Um, so, yeah, no, it's great. Which and we're is... always thinking about more that we can do. Ah, oh, amazing. And then, Sheila, you're the expert on the Sailors for the Sea program at the Yacht Club. Um, tell us more about the levels and what it took to get to platinum. Well, hi everyone. Um, yeah, so actually, it's um, it's as an easy task uh, looking at the list. Uh, doing it sometimes can be a bit of a challenge. Uh, it's just uh, there's five uh, sustainability theme that uh, is uh, um, included in this. Uh, let's say, checklist. There's bronze, there's uh, silver, there's gold and platinum level, which is the highest. Um, so the the themes evolving are elimination of single-use items, um, environmental stewardship, uh, community involvement, huh. green boating, and responsible waste management. Okay, that's a lot. Uh in the context, there's only 20 checklists. Yeah. <laughs> it's only 20, not 100. And so that's what the Sailors for the Sea kind of NGO does. It it gives a, helps guide you on how to do a clean regatta. And there's yacht clubs all around the world that belong to it? Yeah, there's several yacht clubs um, everywhere. And then um, there's... 840,000 at least sailors who participated in the Clean Regattas program 
And out of that, with uh, 340 uh, regattas all over the world. So it's quite exciting. And here in Asia, it's pretty much new. And so we are quite uh, happy and um, uh, that uh, the Royal Hong Kong Yacht Club has uh, initiated this uh, program. Well, and taken it to platinum. Thank you very much. Indeed. That's pretty impressive. So what are some of the hard things to do? Like, I, I don't think many listeners understand that maybe... There's things like motor oil that you use in the boats, right? There's all these very small technical things in a regatta that most listeners wouldn't even think about. Right. Um, that's one of them. Uh, it's a bit of a struggle, to be honest, because I'm um, cleaning the boat uh, with um, non-chemical aspect can be quite uh, difficult. Yes, yeah. exactly. So we're working on that. But apart from that, what is a good uh, news is that our club itself is already doing a lot of sustainable initiatives like no single uh, plastic straw, the utensils, the takeaways, offering vegetarian uh, dishes, uh, So and then having a locally sourced uh, seafoods and food um, uh, products so That's those right. those are things what we have done in the past before the clean regattas is that we used to have stickers the bow and that uh, we have eliminated as well. Uh, we wow, also... you've even eliminated <laughs> Yes. That's hard, yeah. And we used to do um, paper sign-in, so that's also gone. Everything is online. Wow. So, yeah, it's it's good because uh, it, it's really the clean regattas has given us a lot of um, a push to go uh, green. Right, and ammunition and maybe and that check back to that checklist, right? Exactly, Just ideas yeah. of different ways that you can do it. Because yeah. I know that you guys belong to Sustainable Seafood WWF or we actually we belong to a reasonably large handful of NGOs in this area. <laughs> it, it, it's something that we feel passionately about, as indeed to lots of other people in Hong Kong. Right. We're all trying to find our own way of doing things a bit better. Right. And keeping it clean. Well done. Well, then let's go back, Lucy, to a little birdie told me that the 2024 edition of this event is coming up soon and you're going to try to get platinum again. Yay. So uh, tell us a little bit more about the event. Lucy, like not all listeners know what a regatta, sailing regatta is. Oh. And maybe, you know, and then how the sailors get involved as well as you hosts, you know. Okay, right. I'm going to try and keep this brief. Um, let me start by describe. Let me start by describing the event where this all started, which is a youth event called Hong Kong Race Week, which takes place every year when there's not COVID in our out of our Middle Island site, and it's very roughly 250 kids sailing roughly 200 dinghies. Lots wow. of optimists. So we're talking about um, kids from the age of eight, nine through to actually young adults. So the 29ers are all teenagers and upwards because you have to be, right. but it's a big youth event. We, you'll see boats all over the south side of Hong Kong Island um, because we've got probably about four racetracks now. So 250 kids, probably about 150 volunteers. Wow. And Middle Island, our Middle Island site is hum. small. It, well, right. it's humming. It's busy. <laughs> yeah. Every every square inch of it is used. Yeah. So, but and a regatta is broadly speaking where you um, a club, our club in this, puts on a series of races for competitors, 
it's generally a series, so you'll have five races, and the person who scores the best over those five races wins the regatta. Right. That's and this is global, right? Uh, youth sailors come from all for, over the world. For re- race week is a global event, yes. Yeah. Um, and okay. and we are lucky enough to receive very helpful uh, funding from LCSD on oh, the basis nice. of the fact that it's an international event. Um, yeah, and it's great. And actually, for next year, we're getting more and more interest from the Europeans who want to come out because, of course, February is a not nice time to be sailing in uh, Northern Europe. Right. And uh, so we've just appeared on their radar. Our issues are now good issues. We would like more space, more boats, you know, Mm -hmm. so we're curtailed by... Middle Island is small. Yeah, Middle Island is small. Okay, and then you've got these sailors from all around the world. They must have different views of water bottles, single-use plastic, and things like that. How do you yeah, get it all actually, together? actually, interestingly enough, my... Uh, I say this is a very subjective view from walking <laughs> around the hard standing at race week. My view is that the young, wherever they are in the world, get this. It's the older ones who, who don't get it. Those 150 volunteers? Um, no, no, well, they'll all be Hong Kong people and they'll know by now. Um, but, you know, you still sometimes see people trying to find a plastic water bottle, you know, to buy, drink right. the water and then throw the bottle away. Um, and then when they fail, they we either give them, or we generally give reusable water bottles and there's free water provided. Right, because they have to sh- they have to know to show up with their own water bottle. Right? It is in all over the documentation. It does, however, <laughs> require people to read the documentation. <laughs> but we continue. I mean, on the on the platinum um, uh, status, we, we very much hope that we will get it again every year. I think we try and do a little bit more. Um, we're looking at our prizes, um, trying to get prizes made out of recycled materials. That's hard. Um, trying to make nice you've, prizes. You've done that before. I we think ha- they were we have, wood before. We have. Yeah. Um, um, and also we're thinking more about the food we serve. You know, where does it come from? We also, as a club comment generally, rather than the regatta, talking to all of our suppliers about eliminating any unnecessary plastic from... Because stuff arrives wrapped in three plastic bags. Oh, I, I mean, just right. so painful. So frustrating. I'll just make a note on the on the awards thing. I do wish more events would do why they give you those medal award things for just finishing a run is quite sad. Um, ours are now made out of wood. Yeah. Yeah. Much better. Sheila, are there any other initiatives that you guys are working on or want to achieve in the future? Yeah, um, well, actually, a part of the platinum that I have to highlight uh, that is a bit interesting is a beach cleanup. Oh, good. Yes, that's the, that's the difference between uh, the, the gold status and the platinum status. Oh, really? Is it beach cleanup? Yeah, and it's one trash of... Trash talkers might not know, but there's a, a small beach um, right in there Middle in Middle Island. Island. Yeah. It can be anywhere within the racing area as well. So um, it's fun, actually, because uh, we've caught um, uh, ghost nets. And then, ah. yes, and then the last race week, uh, there was actually a dolphin who was trapped uh, by the by the ghost net. I think it was in the news. Oh. 
And then one of the uh, rib uh, was able to cut, well, I think one of the coach was able to cut to free the, the dolphin from the ghost nest. Uh, oh, wow. Doesn't that move you from platinum to like... Super whatever. platinum. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the the... The boat that rescued the dolphin then picked up the the net and it filled their entire boat. Yeah, yeah. it's very frustrating. It's very frustrating. These yeah. nets are just dumped at sea, yep. and they're they're killers. Mm-hmm. They're killers for marine animals. Yeah, I know. So it's really great that the yacht club is platinum. But to give a sense to the listeners how significant that is, where does that stand in the world? Like, I don't know how many platinums there are and in Asia. Not many. I can't give you an exact number, but That's not, men- not many. Yeah. Because because every time you go up this tier, you have to do more and more things. And some of them really aren't always easy to do. Yeah, but the Royal Hong Kong Yacht Club is the only yacht club in Hong Kong that does the platinum. That is at platinum level, yes. Uh-huh. Do the other ones do this program at yes, all? Yes, they do. They've I'm just started. So Fabulous. Well done. Right. Well done in leading that initiative. That's very good. Um, then, well, is there anything else you'd like to add? Um Well, I mean, on the topic of sustainability generally rather than clean seas or clean regattas, uh, we are looking at a few things. We're putting solar panels wherever we can on our buildings and on our boats. So the new sampan that goes over to um, Middle Island. Oh, on Middle Island. The Middle Island one um, has solar panels on top of it and is run off electricity. That is so cool. So the motorboat, you mean the pop, 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 pop. Um, And it has been a great success, so we will be rolling that out. Our new committee boats have have solar panels on top of them. Oh, that's great. So we're moving that way. The little tractor that launches the boats at Kellett Island is now also electric. Do do you know why that makes me excited? It's because I'm an ocean swimmer. I don't swim around Middle Island anymore because there's so many big boats there. And I can smell Mm. the oil when you swim. So... Thank you. So with solar, you don't need that, right? You don't need the gasoline. No, you don't. Fabulous. Oh. Um, and, and, you know, the economies of the world, mostly around batteries, this is all now becoming much more affordable and economically not too expensive to do. So it's no longer a million miles away from what you would have bought anyway. It's a bit more expensive. Right. But, but it's not too bad. It's, it's doable. Okay. So, yeah, so we started doing that. And the robotic marks as well. We introduced that on the races. So the remo- it's nice, the robotic marks, because it's, you don't have to have a mark layer to, to fix it. And it's quite accurate. In, it, it doesn't uh, depend on the, uh, the, the wind condition. It can go up to quite uh, high knots. So it's very stable. And it's controlled from the committee boat. That's one. And then we are also cons- um, cons- considering the uh, circular economy on recycling sports outfit, oh, especially for the kids, because yeah. as you know, the kids, they grow within six months and the parents would buy uh, one size and six months time, they cannot wear it anymore. And the, the clothes are still um, uh, good. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're also... Uh, considering that as an initiative uh, from the club. That would be really handy. It also allows sailors who maybe don't have the means to buy all the gear, which can be a little pricey. 
Right. Somewhere somewhere further off in the vision, as in I don't know how we're going to do it, I would also love to find a use for old sails, which at yeah, the moment sorry. go into landfill. Yeah. Um, I would you not. had a guy because we interviewed him that used to take it to Shenzhen. But yeah, I think he had all. I mean, up. COVID destroyed that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was too hard with the transport. So, well, I would really like trash talkers. If you know anyone out there here in Hong Kong who are running sporting events that you don't feel are focusing enough on the circular economy and single-use plastics, etc., please feel free to reach out to the Royal Hong Kong Yacht Club, Sheila Chan or Lucy Sutro, and have them maybe give them some ideas on how to do a sporting event. Right? We would love to do that. Indeed. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Marcy, for thank this you, opportunity. Marcy.